hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, how do you, here's a question for you, how do you tell an old and valued friend you think they might be wrong? Well, first step, I guess, is to figure out if it's worth the aggro. Wait for the right time. Well, there's probably never going to be a right time. Keep calm. Prepare for the onslaught. Keep an open mind. I guess you might be wrong. Choose your words. Remember the old sandwich technique. Put the negative bit between a couple of positives. When all is said and done, if the relationship is worth anything, it'll survive in the knowledge that everyone's got everyone's best interests at heart. My old friend, well, they've been around since 1916, achieved the Royal Charter in 1928, and in 1935 had a row with the Trades Union Congress, who were pushing for a 48-hour working week. My old friend opposed this and were accused of being snobs. In 1939, the snobs became the Royal College of Nursing. In the same year, the Ministry of Health guaranteed a salary of £40 to nursing students in training. The RCN said it was too much. <laughs> in 1977, the college eventually registered as a trades union. When I first got involved in health, the imperialist Catherine Hall was the boss, followed by the wise Trevor Clay. The determined Christine Hancock arm-wrestled the organisation but lost when the RCN voted to include strike action in its constitution. The disaster that was Beverly Malone followed. She thought she was the Duchess of Cavendish Square with an expense account to match and it was left to the magician Peter Carter to sort out the mess. He got the finances and the college back on its feet. Since... While the college has fallen from grace, fought amongst itself, squandered members' money in payoffs, exsanguinated on the front pages with self-inflicted wounds and lately self-harmed, witnessed in the chapters of the Carr Report. But here's the sandwich. It has the finest library of nursing in the world and a very nice coffee shop. Now, a new leader, Pat Cullen, flushed with the success of industrial action in Northern Ireland, He's having a go in England. Northern Ireland, a success? Well, against the background of political chaos, nurses accepted proposals to restore pay parity with England and implemented a series of measures to improve safe staffing. The reality? Well, parity with English pay is not enough pay, and there are no more nurses in Northern Ireland than there are in England to guarantee safe staffing. There are about 2,500 vacancies and 8 in 10 shifts lack enough staff. The chances of a strike here? Well, let's consult the Harrispecs, a hard-nosed right-wing cabinet, economy in tatters, rail union strikes drifting on no sign of a settlement, her Majesty's Government will say they honoured the decision of the pay review body and over a million staff, including nurses, got a pay rise of at least £1,400 a year, with lowest earners receiving up to 9.3%. All households have help with energy bills and childcare costs. For strikes to work, they have to cause aggro for the public, and support will probably wane if appointments and electives are cancelled and granny has to wait any longer. The RCN will say after COVID, nurses deserve a decent rise. 
Over 10 years in real terms, nurse income has fallen by 20% and it means nurses are working one day a week for free. Insufficient trained staff is a patient safety issue, of course it is. 40,000 nurses left last year and over 30,000 look to leave this year. So both sides are right. There was a time ministers wouldn't make a move without consulting the RCN. Now the college is just another union in a forest of banners and protests. What to do? Well, I'd like to see the RCN recover its standing and stature as a royal college, find a new narrative, recover the relevance as the bastion they once were, and look for a five-year tapered pay deal. The Tories know it'll be Labour picking up most of the costs. They'll go for it. Student debt forgiveness for all nurses. For Her Majesty's Treasury, it's a bookkeeping trick. For nurses, it's a millstone. Free public transport to and from work and free parking. It can be a bookkeeping juggle. Buses run anyway and a car park is a fixed overhead and most are empty overnight. An independent panel to review and update the gender for change, the nurses' uh, pay structure. It's 18 years old, needs a refresh, and this would be a good time to look to the future. Specialist mortgage arrangements for nurses adjust through the tax system. Free crèche facilities at work, capital costs for trusts are small, impact for nurses high. Free broadband needed for courses and career advancement. Guarantee no more down banding. It's widespread, unscrupulous, should be banned. Input into the new workforce plan being written by NHS England. Get some influence back. And a serious look at pendulum arbitration, and I link to an explanation in the letter this morning. A serious look at pendulum arbitration as a way of settling future pay and rations disagreements. Lock in. Look serious. Pay review bodies have been around since the 60s and they've lost their traction. So tell your mates, nurses deserve better pay for sure. But tell your friends, nurses deserve better than a strike. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again.